0: So if he can use you to do supernatural things and you just be the vessel that you get out of the way and let him get the glory, then buddy, he's got a candidate for an anointing to do extraordinary things. And I pray that that's you this morning. I want it to be you this morning. I want it to be me. So let's talk about the believers witnessing. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4 and verses 1 through 22 that they proclaimed the resurrection of Jesus. What are we proclaiming today? Are we proclaiming that he's alive and that he's working in my life, that he's doing these things? Are we witnessing to a church or a doctrine or are we witnessing to a person the resurrected Christ? Because, beloved, only he can save only he can deliver. He is the one in person that's doing the work. Therefore, I note in my Bible in Acts chapter 4 verses 1 and 2 that we just read that whenever you and I, ordinary people, are used of God like Peter and John were to do extraordinary things, it's going to disturb some folks. It's going to disturb the religious people. The Bible says that the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees were grieved. Now that word grieved is strong. It means they were upset. They were disturbed. They got beside themselves. Why? Let me tell you why. Because they were worried about their wallet. That's the reason they uh, fought so hard against Jesus. Jesus was about to upset their business in the temple. And now here comes some of his followers along and they're doing the same thing. There are... They they are helping people free of charge. My God, who ever heard of such a thing? That bothers the religious leaders who are making profit off of people. We preachers, we need to be careful about preaching on money all the time. We need to be careful about using techniques to raise our budgets to get money out of people. We need to Teach people to rely on God, and we need to do the same thing, you know. I heard this story about this preacher. He said, I've always been getting these letters from these evangelists on TV, wanting money, wanting money. He said, so I sat down and wrote me some letters to them and asked them for some money. He said every one of them wrote back with excuses of why they couldn't give me any money. The religious people want things to go one way, and that is their way. How many of you know that God disturbs the order of things for religious people. And if you are used of God, you're going to disturb religious people. Just get used to it. They're not going to shout and jump for joy when you do something through the power of God that is outside of their control. Okay, believers then were put on trial. They called them in and they began to question them. And they said, by what power did you do this? Who gave you the authority to heal this man? Now, to us, that sounds absolutely asinine. That sounds so dumb. They should have been rejoicing, huh? They should have been saying, wow, praise God, hallelujah. But no, 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 not religious folks. Religious folks get disturbed when they lose control. I've seen preachers do that. They'll have a service going on. And if things get out of control, they get disturbed. I had a preacher in one of my services one time. He came to me after the service. He was an older man. He said to me, he said, Pastor Jim, you better get your hands on that service. You better get control of that service. I thought to myself, no, that's the very thing I don't want to do. I want the Holy Spirit to be in control. Because, you see, I want the things that the Holy Spirit does. I can have what I do every day if I want, but to have what the Holy Spirit does, you got to let the Holy Spirit be in control. And he may not want to do it the way I want to do it. He may want to do four songs instead of three. In fact, he may want the whole service full of worship instead of anything else, you know? He may not even want any worship. He may want me to get up and start preaching from the first minute, you know? He may not even want to use me at all. That doesn't disturb me. I may have spent hours and hours and hours preparing a message and come there on Sunday morning and bless God, they've got to get their stuff out of the way so I can get my little message out there. No, it's, it's what does God want to do in that service? And so when they ask him the question, by what power did you do this? Look what they said. They didn't say, we did this in the name of First Assembly of God in Jerusalem. Mm-mm. They said, we did this in the name of Jesus. Jesus did it. So there you go. See, whenever something happens in your life that's supernatural, that's miraculous, you just lay the blame on Jesus. Jesus did it. Amen? And so the religious folks looked at him. And of course, he's just told them but prior to this that they're the ones that crucified Jesus. Go back to Acts chapter 3. He looks them right in the eyes and said, you... Have always resisted God and always rejected the, the word of God. You want to do it your way. Every sinner, every one of us, that was us. We want to do it our way. No matter what the Bible says, and that was Adam and Eve's problem. It was very simple for Adam and Eve. Don't eat of that tree. It's like telling a kid, don't touch the hot stove. What are they gonna to do? Touch the hot stove. And any time that somebody, here's rebellion, here's rebellion. The Word of God or someone in in spiritual authority tells you something, and you raise up in rebellion, well, who do they think they are? Well, bless God, I think I can do it. And we get off into rebellion, and then we wonder why things are running amok. Whenever Whenever the Holy Spirit calls your attention to the Word of God, check yourself out and see the rebellion...